Hey, hey, ho, ho. Welcome to episode number five. five. We're on number five. Oh, man, can you believe it? Isn't that cool? Yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat, bud. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening still. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And thank you for telling a friend. We do appreciate it. It means a lot. <laughs> I appreciate it. How was your weekend, Tony? Uh, it was all right. What'd you do? I went to Evergroove and recorded a bunch of cool records. Oh, there. yeah, we did that this weekend. Yeah, yeah we, was, we, got, we got a lot to talk about about that coming, yeah. up, uh, coming up in the news section. I, uh, I saw Apollo 13 last night. What did you first, think of it? For the first time. What did you think of it? I thought it was pretty good. It's it's a really good movie, but uh, I mean, I didn't think that Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan should be <laughs> <laughs> flying a, a spacecraft. I mean, they might have been really good I, shrimp boat had, captains. I, I also had Parker on my brain the whole time, just like <laughs> the whole time going fake, <laughs> <laughs> fake, fake. I was just gonna ask. Do you think it was? Do you think it was fake? Do you think they really went to space? Uh, no, I think uh, Ron Howard directed it and shot it in the studio. And, and Tom Hanks dressed as an astronaut and pretended to have trouble. Yeah, man. Just because you can run a shrimp boat doesn't mean yeah. you have any business flying a spacecraft. Yeah. No, good flick. Cool. I didn't know Kevin Bacon was in it either. That guy was in everything. Yeah, yeah. You never know what Kevin Bacon's going to turn up in next, yeah. man. Seriously. Uh, I went to a goat farm. <laughs> Sarah and I went to a goat farm. Boy, we just party our ass up. <laughs> <laughs> We, we went and picked apples in an orchard this weekend. No, uh, no there's this place called Broken Shovel Farms up in... Um, uh, it's, yeah, it's up in Sunday, huh? So yeah, yeah, we went up there. It's up in Commerce City. And, uh, and basically this, like, this... It's actually Reverend, Reverend Deadeye's ex-wife uh, runs the place. Oh, yeah? But, um, but yeah, it's just this big farm full of goats. They used to make cheese there, but then she went vegan. And so now they just... It's just a refuge for animals, like weird-ass kind of broken animals. Uh, it's super fun. They had these newborn puppies and newborn piggies. <laughs> and so me and, and the piggies had these little tiny tails that were whipping around, and they were adorable. But they also had a paralyzed chicken that has its own chair. <laughs> and when you look at it at first, it just looks like the chicken is like really relaxing, just like living it up in this comfy chair. But then... I heard this, you know, I was curious about it. I'm like, what is that chicken doing chilling in that in that dog bed, you know? Just relaxing, up, on, like sitting up on a table, like with all their merch and stuff like that. And uh, then I heard this little girl and her mom ask about it, and the chicken has this degenerative disease that basically it can feel its legs, it can move its legs, but it can't move its legs the way it wants to. So it's, it, for all intents and purposes, it's a paralyzed chicken, right? Wow. But... Imagine the person who found out that that disease existed within a chicken. They probably had a name, their name attributed to it. It's like, like for the rest of your days, you will be known as the veterinarian who discovered the uh, dangly leg chicken disease. You know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. But they, yeah, yeah. no, that's what they call well, it before this call, person named it. Well, They're like, my goddamn chicken's got dangly legs again. <laughs> See, that's what they did. It, like, my family in Oklahoma, like, I, I come from, you know, family, like, <laughs> farmers out in Oklahoma. Like, I have distant relatives out in the Ozarks and shit like that, right? And if they had a chicken with dangly legs, they would throw it over the fence and feed it to, feed it to the wild. That's what you do with, with you know... With dangly leg chickens? With, well, with any animal that is, like, 
you know, you do that with the runts of the litter too. You know what I mean? You do that. You do that. That's just life on the farm. But on this farm, this lady like keeps them alive. So you see a chicken reclining in a fucking comfy ass chair. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. Like, do you think the chicken is enjoying itself? Mm, probably. Probably can use less people staring at it, asking questions, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's that lady taking care of them, you know? Yeah. I just... I don't know if chickens really care. I'll bet it's no. like, boy, I wish I could walk around and peck stuff. This is really boring, you know? How does the chicken eat? They put a little cup full of seeds next to it, and the chicken just kind of leans over and bites at it. Ah. Yeah. That's how the chicken eats. So I did that. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the goat farm... Not a thing about goats. Huh? So if I, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if I smell extra goaty today, that's why. Mm. Oh, and uh, they not keep any more than usual. Well, they keep they keep the not any more than usual. They keep the guy goats and the girl goats separate from each other because they don't make cheese anymore. So they don't want the goats getting pregnant and producing milk, right? So they keep the guys and the girls separate. But you can see goat vaginas sticking up in the air. Like on every square inch of that farm, man. They have literally hundreds of goats, hundreds of female goats. I don't know if you've ever seen a female goat's vagina. No, but it, man, it is pretty bright and pretty up there, and like the tail directly. Sw- if you're at home listening to this right now, I've lived, I've lived a very sheltered life. Yeah, yeah. No, I, hey, I had never seen one before either. That's why it kind of jumped out at me. You know, when we were up <laughs> jumped out. It's like wow, I never knew. Goats had such bright red swooping vaginas. <laughs> uh. Well, so that was the goat farm, huh? Yeah, that was the goat farm. That's cool. Yeah, it was good, man. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds. It doesn't sound that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it's it's couple shit. You do shit that you wouldn't normally yeah. do when you're in a relationship, and then most of the time it ends up being fun because you're hanging out with a person that you really like a whole lot. That's true. Yeah. Or, you know, it's at the very least an adventure, but you get to do a bunch of stuff that, like, if I was still single, the chances of me going to a goat farm, very slim. Very slim? <laughs> Pretty slim. Pretty slim? Well, if I was single, I Mine probably... Mine would be at zero. I mean, between me and Laura, right now it's at zero, but if you... Single, but there's all the goat vaginas, man. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so if you're single... So that's why you would go. No, I'm just saying... <laughs> that's why one would go. That's why one would go, <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, what do you say uh, we stop talking about goat vaginas and get into some news, huh? That sounds about right. Oh, 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 before that, before that, how about this shit with uh, Glenn Tipton, man? Oh, you got, uh, he developed Parkinson's? Well, so, okay, so Glenn Tipton, from what I read, and again, I I didn't read a whole lot. I, you know, I only read, I, I read what Blabbermouth posted on it and a couple other things that I saw around, but from what I gathered, he, uh, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's 10 years ago and it's just advanced to the point now that um, he, he has made the decision to step down from touring with Judas Priest. So he won't be on this next Judas Priest tour that's coming up with uh, Saxon and uh, Black Star Riders coming up. Yeah. But, you know, Rob I mean, Halford's going to be there, right? I'm so... Yeah, but Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Tipton, Tipton and K.K. Downing, like, know. you know... That's that's essential. I feel like a lot of people are just going to go for Rob Helford, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, a lot of people are still going to go. Yeah. But the part that I think was most disheartening 
is there are actually fans out there, purported fans, who uh, are actually complaining like that they feel like they're being ripped off for yeah. for money. Well, like Judas Priest is scamming them somehow. Like they want to get part of their money back on their t- tickets because Glenn Tipton's not going to be there. It's like the brother's sick, man. The fucking dude, like, he needs to chill out. He needs to step back and uh, take care of his health, man. He's get, he's given us 18 albums. It says that uh, he's still going to be in the band. Yeah, he's still going to be just, in the band. Yeah, he's just not touring with them anymore. Yeah. The live duties will be assumed by Andy Sneep. Yeah, their uh, producer. Yeah. The guy who produced the most recent album. Yeah, that's a shoo-in, right? That's yeah. A, that's a shoo-in for a job. You know he knows yeah. the songs. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably heard the songs more than they've heard the songs. Oh, buggers. Who are we yeah. going to get to play guitar now? <laughs> Who knows all the songs? Um, Every, uh, everybody, but they're just in one room. <laughs> He's like, well, fellas, I know your new songs pretty well. <laughs> well, uh, gee, it, well, is he an American guy or is he a British guy? Because you might be doing, or do all he was, studio he was guys. Also in, I think he was also in Megadeth or produced for him. I can't remember. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, hey, fellas, you know, I know every <laughs> single song that you ever wrote, dadgummit. I just assume <laughs> yeah. that's how he talks. <laughs> I all don't right. understand why he would talk that way. Because <laughs> he's, a, he's a studio dude, and he's an old studio dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of old studio dudes. Yeah, let's, let's discuss some news. Hey, okay, so here's... Hey! Here's, oh, hi there. I, I think the news would be a lot more enjoyable if, like, you turned it on and, and CNN just started out like, Hey, how are you? Yeah. How's it going? How was your day? Oh, wow. Well, that's great. So I don't want to upset you, but... <laughs> Donald Trump talked again. <laughs> Let's talk about our news. Yeah, our news. Okay. So we're at Evergroove uh, Recording Studios this weekend. I'm in Evergreen, Colorado. Recording 16 new songs for a live video release that we're going to come out with once a week. Yeah. It's, it's all your idea. You can talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I w- hey, man, I was, I was letting there, you go you with know? it. You yeah. know your shit. Yeah. Yeah, we just, we just spent... I know the-, the shit of my band that we just did all weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. the stuff that we just did yesterday. What a smart whip I am. Mm. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Me and uh, Ty went up there the night before, uh, kind of set up drums and, and guitar stuff, and then got to listen to the new... Uh, the recording we did for New Year's Eve. What'd you guys do over at Brad's? Listen to the recording of New Year's Eve. Oh, you listened to the recording of New Year's Eve. Yeah. How was it? It was awesome. Was it? Yeah. It was really, cool? Really, really awesome. Yeah. Plus, uh, you, I could see that night in my head. Like, I, I replayed it in my head, you know. It's, it's really cool to do that. Cool. And uh, not to mention the Blind Staggers set was just fire. Dude, I could have told you that that set was, awesome. was going to was gonna turn out great on recording. Because... Uh, I was really happy with it. I was all nervous to say anything, too. I was just kind of like... Man, I think it sounds pretty good, you know. Dude, and Brad and Ty were like, "Man, these guys, you guys are killing it," you know. I was like, "God, yes." Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Being at the show, like I was standing right up front when you guys were playing, man, and it was, I think, I think watching you guys do your set was overwhelmingly good. Yeah, it was, it was a like, lot of fun. It was to the point sure. where we went on, and 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 it was the first time in a while I've had a feeling like. Like, that's going to be a tough act to follow. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it was yeah. cool, man. 
It was and I really got to cool. do it with my family on top of it, man. That was that's really really neat. Yeah, it was fun. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah so we, you guys you yeah. guys went up Friday night. Right, we went up Friday night and uh, set the stuff up. <clears throat> Basically, like cracked a few beers and just kind of listened to the recording, you know, and uh, talked about the next day and like kind of what the setup was going to be and what exactly was going to happen with everything, you know, and uh, and the studio is just amazing. You know what it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's a really really cool recording studio, and then. Brad has a space for bands to crash there because they're up in the mountains. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's an evergreen Colorado. It's 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 gorgeous. Yeah, it's just beautiful. I can't at nighttime you can't really see it though. You know, you know what I can't. But believe during the it, day, it's like a Bob Ross painting all over the place. Well, but at night, it's just so quiet and the stars are so pretty. You exactly. know what I mean? It's gorgeous up there. It's so a yeah, great place to hang out. Uh, had a few beers listening to the the new music. Mm-hmm. You know, and then go to the loft where he has the band stay and me and Ty just like I think we would just watched old like thrash videos and just like eventually passed out cool yeah and then woke up like to the smell of bacon and uh got your shit together go- and he goes out to the recording studio and like warms it up you know like turns everything right. on basically but uh then me and Ty stagger out there and like he's already got our music playing kind of one with the stuff we're doing it's just a really really cool experience you know it's a great it's the perfect environment they they really do i don't know they they run a very like uh artistically uh compatible environment you know what i mean they create this environment where you feel really comfortable and you're going to be you're you're going to be in the mind frame to like just hang out and have fun and and make music and shit exactly you're like out of the city you're away from, and here's the thing that I don't get, is if you Google, I don't think I could see another house. Oh no, house. you can't see another house. No, if if you go when when you go and you Google recording studios near Denver, there's this big map that comes up, right? And Evergroove comes up within like 15 minutes of downtown, right? Right. But people don't go there because they read they read evergreen colorado and that they've got to go up into the mountains but it's like dude it's just as far as like driving in traffic and and going to any other place in the city and you get to go hang out in the fucking mountains in this like world-class studio yeah and yeah it reminds me of uh uh, the red hot chili peppers did the the album with rick rubin back in the day Mm -hmm. they were supposed to stay at this house for like you know months or whatever it was and they just kept sitting there and kept recording and kept producing and then they came out with blood sugar sugar sex magic right mm-hmm. that's like it's a way cleaner but the same idea i think you know right Go, going up to that place yeah you can do you can do it you can do it forever yeah it's it's being up at the destination studio well, you the cash though you know what i would run out of cash immediately trying to do that oh yeah for sure like, i'm gonna quit my job and just move into evergroove studios and just play music all the time what would be great is if is if we could figure out a way like Get Dr. Pepper to sponsor us. I tried. I was drinking Dr. Pepper for the entire recording. <laughs> I, just really? kept, I just kept pointing at the camera, pointing at my Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I'm yeah. a pepper, aren't you a pepper? If we could get Dr. Pepper to sponsor us, then we could just take like a whole year off and just go hang out up there and, and just write songs. That'd be so fun. That would be rad. So yeah, so then Saturday during the day, um, uh, I that's when I came up. Uh, I rode with Ethan, the video guy. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, Parker and Logan, they rode up together. We got there around 10 in the morning, and really almost the entire day is set up. You know, Brett is so meticulous about the thing, and it's, 
it's not just a turnkey operation. Like there's a lot of moving parts going in there and, and doing the production. But um, but we went in and then got all the levels all checked out. Then he kicked us out for an hour. Oh yeah. We and we went to Los Tres Garcias. Los Tres. Where they have where they have a picture of Paul Ryan just hanging up. <laughs> That's right. In the fucking lobby. It's just the owner with Paul Ryan. And I and I told Sarah that. She's like, Oh yeah, I grew up in Bailey. I've been I've been there bunches of times. I was like, they had a picture of Paul Ryan hanging up in the lobby. Can you believe that shit? She's like, Oh yeah, that's always been there. I'm like, so always wait. been there. <laughs> so Paul Ryan has been going to has been going to Los Trace Garcia's for a number of years now. They make a really good reunion. <laughs> they do. Oh, you make a good point. Yeah. Uh, good yeah. breakfast burrito, good reunion. So then we went back up there and uh, really, yeah, set, and we really we... only played for like three hours out of the whole day. We played the set twice. Yeah, we played we played 16 songs twice, twice through, and then basically there's almost no post-production, but... Uh, when we went to the other room and started watching... I bet Brad's laughing at what you just said right now. Oh, really? <laughs> there's basically no... No, that, that's what Brad said. Brad, okay. was like, Brad was like, there's hardly any post-production. All, all that is going to happen, all the mixing has been done. Really? Yeah. And basically what they tried to do is just chop the video up into you know, individual songs. That's all they're going to do. Like everything huh. else, they did on the fly because they normally do it as a live broadcast. Yeah, you know they go I mean? for an hour. Yeah, so we did an hour and a half twice. Right. Yeah, and uh, and basically, it's it, uh, Ethan was editing the whole thing on the fly. Yeah. So yeah, it's we're gonna hear from we're going to actually get um, rough edits here in the middle of the week. Oh, cool. Yeah. Man, that's quick. Yeah, dude. It's 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 one of the best... And it's a service that they offer that, like, I don't know of really any other studios in town that offer that service. The video and, like, the, yeah. the live streaming and the, like, live... Like, it's a video studio as well. You know what I mean? That's what's really that's, cool. That's what, exactly what we did. Yeah. So, anyway, so that is... Um, those are going to be 16 videos that are going to be getting also, released. Also, Brad uh, told me that he was an apprentice electrician for three years. Oh, yeah, and you guys That's worked with the same yeah. dude, too, yeah. right? That's so, no, we didn't work with the same dude. Such a small fucking world, man. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so... Evergreen's, Evergroove is right. Yeah, Evergroove's our spot, man. It's a it's a great spot. I want to go Any back. of you bands out there that are uh, looking for a place to go record, definitely, um, definitely check them out. It's a good place yeah. to go record, man. What about the shows we have coming up? Oh, well, let's see. What do we have coming up? March 3rd, Chicago, Livewire Lounge. Uh, the remaining lineup is still yet to be announced. Um, I know we're having a burlesque dancer, and I don't have her name on hand. Lily Rascal. Lily Rascal. Lily Rascal is going to be uh, dancing that night. It's going to be a lot of fun, and it's a Part free show. Chicago, Turbo Yugen. Yeah, Turbo Yugen Chicago, putting that one on. Yep. Free show. Yep. Again, free show, donations, cheerfully accepted, but uh, March 3rd, come check that out. And then we've got two nights with Doyle from the Misfits. We're going up to Grand Junction on my birthday, March 16th. Aww. Aww. 36. 36. In a row? Yeah, 36 years of life in a row. Um, but we're playing up at the Mesa Theater in Grand Junction with Doyle from the Misfits. And then the next night, St. Patty's Day. Uh, one of four major um, amateur nights during the year. Yep. Yeah. At uh, Herman's Hideaway. Herman's Hideaway. Um, it's 
going to be a good show to go to, mainly because it's far enough down Broadway that it's away from the St. Patty's Day chaos of downtown, and Baker's going to be insane. You know, yeah. it's fortunately Herman's is kind of out in the in the middle of of, of kind of a dead spot of Broadway, so it's going to be a good spot to be. I think if I had to pick a bar, it would be the Hangar right here on Colfax. The Hangar on yeah. Colfax for St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. For sure. <laughs> like, there's nothing but like just Colfax bums and like. It, let's just say there's a lot of people with very dirty, dusty luggage that they're carrying around. Gigantic things of luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the dude, the Hangar Bar is an iconic Denver bum bar. Is it? Oh yeah, dude. That's me and Laura's favorite bar right now. Yeah, the hangar. The hangar is a is a is a legend of East Colfax. Oh, it's man. in it's it in like awful. all the great dive bar books and stuff like that. But there's no like there's there's no uh, there's no real weirdness there, you know. And I haven't seen any violence there. I mean, like everybody just kind of like minds their own, you know. Yeah, it's just and, a neighborhood uh, bar. And the the bartender that works there has got a really great taste in music. He's got a. I think I've told you this before. He's, he's, he pays for the jukebox out of his own tip money, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a bummer, you know? Like, I feel like that, that should be against the rules. Like, he, he should be able to play that thing <laughs> Wait, for free. Wait, what? He's got to pay for the music yeah. there? And he plays really good music back to back to back to back. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that, but we're not going to be there. We're going to be at Herman's Hideaway. We're going to be at Herman's Hideaway. Yeah. Play McDoyle and Necropanther and Lotus Gate and Radio Scarlet. Man. It's a. When are we going on? Uh, we're going on right before Doyle. We're main oh. support. Oh, how about that? Yeah, that's going to be a cool one. Uh, so we'll probably be along in the ten o'clock hour. Uh, that'll be a fun one. Definitely come in for all the bands. It's going to be a rad show. Um, and if you want to get five bucks off a mission, uh, just give the passphrase "We don't party at the door," and uh, and they'll knock five bucks off the ticket price for you. All right, cool. Sounds good. Let's uh, get to some business here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get down. Let let let's give a shout out to some people real quick. Yeah. Just wanted to give a shout out out to a few of our sponsors. Uh, number one, let's give a shout out to our our most prominent, eminent, uh, greatest sponsor of all time. Let's give it up to Matula Plumbing. Matula. Matula Plumbing. That's Chicago, Illinois. For all of your plumbing needs, Matula Plumbing. Uh, secondly, let's give a shout-out to Evergroove Studio up in Evergreen, Colorado. Uh, best studio that uh, you can get for your money. Uh, coolest place, uh, coolest people, and uh, they also offer video service. And make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel uh, because they do all sorts of really cool educational clinic stuff too. Multi-service studio up in evergreen colorado that's evergroove studio and also we want to give a shout out to our patrons on patreon.com our patrons give us a small recurrent contribution every time we put out an episode of our serialized concept album and graphic novel the front lines of good times in exchange we give them all sorts of early stuff exclusive stuff behind the scenes stuff We even throw pizza and beer parties at release parties, give them VIP passes, merch discounts, and a whole lot more stuff. If uh, you want to be a part of helping us make cool shit, go to patreon.com slash today. Thanks again to all you guys for helping helping us make cool shit. Uh, And that's all for now.
Okay, it's commentary time. Commentary. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let's do a little commentary on a song that is that is would definitely fall in the rarity category because man, we don't ever play this song anymore. No, it's Th- a good one too. This is one that um, this is one that Tay and I wrote together. Yep. Um, it's called I think the, the last one you got. You guys wrote together too, didn't you? I think this was probably the last song that Tay and I wrote together. Aww. You may be right, man. Um, no, I was saying the last one we did, but yeah, you're also probably also right. Probably, probably the last song that that just he and I wrote together. Right. No, you know, actually, I've got some demos of other stuff that me and me and Tay did together. I I don't know if that's that's right, but the man, yeah. This was uh this was one that Tay and I wrote together. Tay wrote all the music and then uh, he and I wrote the lyrics together. But uh man, this song is kind of about a nasty period in my life. Yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah. It's a really good song too. Yeah. This is this is like about this is a song uh I was on I was on probation for my second DUI when I uh when we wrote this song. That's you yeah, you're totally changed now yeah it's completely different it's weird yeah it's, it's so well, weird let's even get into to... it let's listen to it yeah let's check it out right out the gate <laughs> they just tell you right you just tell them right away right out the gate what you're gonna get into i think this one was done at uh the belly up in aspen yeah yeah Cool club. Wish they'd book us again. Yeah. Yeah, it was a venue that had uh, the oxygen tanks for you to breathe. Yeah. Because it's so high up in the mountains. And that one time we got a Swiss chalet that we got to stay in. <laughs> that was right. badass. I really like this one a lot, too. I like the music for it. I'm just not super wild about... The vocal performance I gave, yeah, uh, just simply because it was when we recorded this, it was such a new song that I hadn't really had a chance to really get comfortable with the, the melody yet. You know, we were just like, we're doing these recordings. This is a brand new song. We want to get it in, so let's let's get it in. Yeah, that vocal harmony sounds badass. Yeah, that you could definitely tell that's all Tay. You know, yeah. You love that back and forth, and, and forth. You can really tell that he liked Aerosmith a whole lot, you know. Dude, you know what? That's like Aerosmith picks I've I've told I've told people this before. Like when Tay left our band, it was like you extracted his like his sound from our sound, and then placed it in another container. And Hot Apostles is like. The distilled and purified essence of Tay. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like you took his sound out of our band and put it out in the world, and that's Hot Apostles. Like Tay's fucking sound. Yeah, cool breakdown. Man, that dude can play. 
That was a lot of fun. That's for yeah. sure. Okay. This is where the breath beats are supposed to be. I don't know if they're on there or not. They are. <laughs> Yo, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Actually, I bit that from uh, Flex Bronco, believe it or not. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Fat Body's favorite beat for sure. The breath beat. Oh, the breath beat. Yeah. Which is ironic because his breath smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. He ain't gonna hear this shit. <laughs> yeah, so the whole song is about um, getting wasted and going to jail and like basically sobering up in jail. It's not fun. No? No, it's not, man. It sounds fun to sing about. You you and Damien have the same like deal going on for that for that Dude, same kind of thing, you know? You, that is a very common thing, by the way. Like it's this whole idea of people romanticizing self destruction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like poets over the centuries have done that shit. Okay, well, it's time for uh, the one for the homies segment yeah. once again. That's and it's right. your pick this week, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'm who, going, who did you pick? I'm going with my boys from Shocker in Chicago. Shocker. Shocker. S-H-O-K-K-E-R. Okay, tell us about Shocker. Shocker is this great fucking metal band. And they can shred like a motherfucker. And that's all you really need to know about them. <laughs> they, okay, so they used to rehearse down the hall from you guys yeah, at the yeah, practice space in Chicago? They still do, yeah. The Staggers uh, rehearsal space in Chicago is in this, like, <laughs> in this pretty run-down, like, warehouse, you know? They're young kids, right? They're younger. They're, How they're, old are they? I'm going to guess they're early 20s, if that. But they've been doing it since they were teenagers, They've right? definitely been doing it since they were teenagers. Right. Yeah, I showed you the video for Midnight Sun. Midnight, oh, yeah. Midnight Sun's the one I want to play on here. Okay, cool. But uh, I'm having a hard time kind of finding it, but you can find videos all, all over the place, but it uh, doesn't really serve a purpose for what we're doing here. But you did find it on Bandcamp, right? I found it on Bandcamp and uh, Reverb Nation. That's S-H-O-K-K-E-R. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah, let's see if we can find it. All right, cool.
Well, sweet. That band fucking rips, dude. They do. Yeah. They do, I told you. That's really cool. Well, hey, you guys. It's been uh it's been a great it's been a great episode, Tony. I think yeah, we gotta go to band practice. So hey, thanks very much for listening. Thanks to Matula Plumbing, thanks to Evergroove Studio, thanks to um all our people at patreon.com slash MF Ruckus and uh, thanks to Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios. Yeah. Why, why the hell not? Uh, that's where we're on our way to now. So thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. guys this is kathy from uh boulder colorado my favorite things are um fail aspen brack subarus um let's see beanies uh green chili weed and um calling in to read the credits for you guys okay so like the motherfucking podcast is produced by John Skibicki and Tony and Aaron, and it's uh, written and created by Aaron and Tony and sponsored by uh, Matula Plumbing and Evergrove Studio, and of course, um, all the badass motherfuckers on uh, Patreon.com. So I hope that's what you needed, guys. So Copper, Keystone, Breck, Aspen, Vale, Snowboards. Okay, bye.